This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kaiser. Uh, yo, well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard and Jim Reed and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hansen. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're back for one more hour today on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and uh, Paul McKenzie. Paul is with the Extension Service in Warren and Vance County. Just popped up on my phone, uh, the uh, podcast for the Weekend Gardener, the first hour is is in there. I think that was the first hour. Podbean is the uh, is. One of the podcast things that I use, uh, the, you also Google, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get the WPTF Weekend Gardener podcast. 919, and a lot of them, most of them will have uh, past episodes. I don't know how many they keep, but 
You can go back if you missed some. You can also listen at uh, WPTFAM 680 or FM 98.5 and uh, online at WPTF.com. Uh, also, things like uh, TuneIn Radio. You can uh, subscribe and, and uh, listen to WPTF most anywhere. So, And we, we have listeners in, in other states and, and uh, folks probably mainly who have lived in this area and want a little bit of home. So they listen every week. We're glad of that, too. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. A couple of things. They were uh, Someone off the air was asking about the Meals on Wheels. I would uh, just go online to the State Farmer's Market. Uh, you might be able to. I, I, I don't know. I don't often call the State Farmer's Market. I don't know how often. Usually it goes to the gatehouse and i don't i don't know that uh, they would always have the information so you go online to uh, the state farmers market website and uh, they probably have that there they can give you more information uh, also uh, someone asked and i they asked off the air a couple of weeks ago and i kept forgetting it they were asking why their crepe myrtle was uh, bark was peeling Someone that someone who, is not, who obviously didn't grow up around here and is not familiar with that. Rufus, would you well, like I, to ex- well, no, <laughs> tell them that I, there's I, nothing wrong? I, I think that Ann would be the one that says she's got the fetish. Yeah, she she likes. Well, so does Linda. Doesn't uh, Linda oh, like my peeling? Wife Linda, the, yeah. Well, my who I remember that call and thought I would just laugh a little bit there. Because it is very natural. <laughs> it is for a crate myrtle to shed its skin. It is, but they, this like person darn, was worried, like a darn snake. Yeah. But so I best, wanted to make sure they knew. The best it's, thing you could do is is just peel it. Get a friend and see. Have a little contest to see who can have the longest peel without breaking. Is that <laughs> is that right? That's, that's, that's kind of like peeling right. an apple. Like, is that uh, that was like yeah. peeling they, apples at home on the. Uh, sitting on the porch getting ready to can apples. Right. Who can peel the apple or the peach without breaking the peel? There you go. And so, my dear friends, have fun with it because it's totally natural. It's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You want to tell them about your fetish, Shan? No. <laughs> well, she, you know, it's uh, the uh, Natchez variety. And they're planted all over the place. That's they're they're quite popular. Word. There's a big, they they get very big, but they have the prettiest bark mm-hmm. of any of the crepe myrtles to me because it's uh it's kind of a cinnamon, and the more it peels, the darker it seems to get. Oh yeah, and, and it's just a lot of fun to go over and peel. The I bark. didn't think you were going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you should oh, see the look on Ann's face. Well, Mike, uh, eyes roll back in her yeah. head. Eh? Mike, earlier you were talking about how to stay cool, and uh, it's not an immediate payoff, but a great way to stay cool is to plant a tree. Well, that's but, true. But whether, yeah. it's a, whether it's a crepe myrtle or, or something, maybe ideally something a little bigger. But Well, um, if you if you plant a muscogee, you know, after 30 years, it's going to be as, as big as some maple trees. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but, What's the old saying? The best time to plant a tree is today. Second best is 30 years ago. First best is 30 years. Second best yeah, yeah. is today. Right, yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah. it's never a bad time. It, well, I, I wouldn't do it today. Uh, it's a little warm. Yeah. But uh, Sim said they had trees and shrubs for sale at the farmer's market. You could probably plant a, a crepe myrtle today. You probably They're could. very hardy. Yeah. 
But, and once they're established, you can't get rid of them. But you know, going by by next month and certainly in October, we're in prime tree and shrub planting time. Yeah, that's and right. So you know, pick up your selections at the farmers market if you're out there today, and you might want to nurse them at home in their pots in a shady area for a couple of weeks before you put them in the ground. Yeah, watch them, water them properly. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh, Betty. Betty is in Raleigh. Betty, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yes, this is probably a very easy question, but we haven't been listening very often lately. And well, well, Betty, why not? No, I guess I'll ask it anyway. No, I mean, why haven't you been listening? <laughs> Doing other things. Oh well, don't do those other things. Listen. Well, All right, how can we help you? <laughs> well, we we have a question about pruning. Uh, we have a large gardenia bush. Well, it's. Uh, maybe eight or nine, ten feet uh, tall. And we've trimmed it some off before, but it's hot and dry now. Is this a bad time to be pruning things uh, like that or not? And azaleas, uh, I mean, because it's hot and dry, is it good to prune at this time of year, or should we wait a little while? I don't don't think dryness is as much as when when something blooms. And, you know, Pam... Pam Beck and others, I think last week, said, "Yeah, go ahead and and prune the gardenias." Okay. I've had I've had people uh, also say on on the show, "Don't prune them in August because we're not too far away from from cold weather." But uh, Pam and others, you know, that side of it, say, "Well, we've got enough time. They can, you know, it's not going to be hurt. That new growth is not going to be hurt." by it uh if yours have stopped blooming there are uh double you know bloomers some that bloom in the spring some that bloom in the fall uh varieties now uh, as long as it's not going to bloom uh in august then uh, you can you could certainly do it i think and what do you think paul i, I would not argue with pam pam is a, <laughs> pam is me a great, neither I, pam is a great gardener but um, in general, I think you're better off getting your pruning done, uh, most of it late February, early March. And, you know, with the exception of those early bloomers in the spring. Um, but and, you could prune you could prune a, uh, a, a, a gardenia right after it blooms. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I like to encourage people to get, get pruning done by mid-July. Um, so I, I think we're on the late side, in my opinion. But well, I, I had a question from I was talking to Paul off offline and before the show of a person that called and said, I want to prune my azaleas now. And I said, well, don't do that. You might be cutting off your, your spring blooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just getting. Yeah, there are rules for, yeah. for certain, certain Especially plants. on, on azalea, always cut the blooms off right after they prune it right after they bloom and i've i've i'm like paul i'm i'm i love pam to death i'm gonna go with paul on the gardenia is to wait a little while on that because uh you're why put it under that stress right now he doesn't need that kind of there are hydrangeas that have different rules depending on the type of hydrangea Mm -hmm. so it just on it depends on the plants usually with a spring flowering plant an ornamental you would 
you would cut off those you would prune it after it blooms like the azalea mm-hmm. uh, summer summer blooming it depends it, it if, if it blooms on the new growth then you can you could prune that um before or, or mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. okay yeah but i again i i kind of like to recommend folks get pruning done by mid-july at the latest and and if you're doing aggressive pruning like serious size control pruning i think that should be done late february early march even if it means sacrificing a year of blossoms yeah all right thank you thank you betty appreciate you calling appreciate you listening even though it's once in a while it's not every every week we appreciate it (laughs) Al is in Raleigh also. Al, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. I'm calling in confidence that you dear people can turn a light on for me. All right. We'll, we'll sure, sure do it. If we can. I'll sing I Saw the Light. Yeah. Rufus will sing for you. We can't promise anything else. If we can't turn on the light, maybe we can turn up the volume. Well, okay. Either one. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm inside the bell line down the hill from Northern Hills in a zorgia lawn and the only i can i'll help you out i can assure you it's not a mold it's a lawn problem a varmint and it's not a mold it it leaves this is mysterious to me a mound of dirt maybe getting toward grapefruit size a nice cultivated mound of dirt no evidence of egress or back end but if you poke a finger down in there in some of those mounds, you can find a tunnel or a hole and put some of that dirt back in the hole. I must have 20 of those out there in my one-time uh, blemish-free zoysia, and it looks terrible. And I have heard of there's something I know nothing about, a mole cricket. But now I'm going to dump it back to y'all. Does anybody got any idea what this vomit is or how to treat it? Well, I know one thing. I'm not going to stick my finger down the hole like that. Well, how how big a hole? <laughs> how big a hole is it? The hole is maybe a good question, about a quarter size, I'm going to say. And it's not always there. Maybe it's there, but I know I just poke around sometimes looking for a hole to put my dirt in. And the amount of dirt, trying to hide that, oh, about a quarter dirt that's mounted up. It makes a pretty mound, and it's an unblemished mound of dirt, no trace of any. Who did it or how they did it, but there it is. And they have, when I have packed it back down and pressed it down, there have been occasions where they have come back to that same daggone hole. I mean, dirt. But you're not seeing the 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 varmint, uh, the the mounds through the lawn, uh, like like the raised areas, like there uh, is a tunnel, like it's a, just no, no tunnels involved, a mound of dirt. I uh, must have 20 or 30 of them out here in the middle of this Georgia lawn. And whoever, whatever critter is doing it, they do a mound of dirt, like grapefruit size. Mm-hmm. No no evidence of coming or going. There it is, looking at you. And like I say, I have on occasion poked down in there and found a hole under there, and I packed some of the dirt back in the hole. Are you seeing Are you seeing any um, any damage to the turf? Like, does the turf look like it's it's suffering or stressed or anything uh, like that? That's a good question. Uh, no, I have not, except where he's he's built his mound. Okay. What, what, what the Sam Hill is a mole cricket? 
Uh, well, I mean, there, yeah, there, there. I was thinking insect like cicadas, uh, and there are bees that that do that. Cicadas can. They they dig, yeah. There there are certain types of cicadas that that do that. Um, well, are you, do you is the is your turf? Uh, do, do you have any wet areas, and, and are the are the holes more no, predominantly in the wet areas? It, it's out mostly on one side of my driveway out front, and it must be 30 of them out there over a period of time. This has been going on now for. But it's not. It's not a. It's not an especially wet area. No. Or near 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 a ditch or a creek or anything no, like that. No, no, not okay. at all. And uh, I just thought that's a distinctive signature. The mystery man is leaving for me out there. Like, if you don't know who I am, you should. Uh, that mound of dirt is very distinctive. And well, so there, there's a variety of things, actually, that could cause that kind of thing. Like like uh, Mike was saying, uh, it could be an insect, like a ground-nesting bee or a cicada or, or something. It could be a mole cricket. Or something that's emerging out of the cricket. soil. It, it could be a mole cricket. Um, the reason, the reason I was asking about wet areas is because, uh, you know, uh, crayfish will actually get into your lawn, uh, if it's a wet area. So there, there's a variety of things that could be, I, I did find, I did, I did find, yeah, so it's probably not the, uh, the crayfish. Uh, I did find that if, if you saturate the area with, uh, soapy water, um, that if it is mole crickets, they might come up. Um, and so that would be a good way to... Um, I've heard but that, that, that I've heard that, and it's only good certain time of year that the time has passed. I don't know. Uh, Sophie. Well, they're, they're always insecticides, but you have to, you know, you have to be so careful if you have children or, or pets or yourself. You know, yeah. For that, uh, applying insects, but it's it, but it really sounds like, like an insect. It sounds like an insect. Yeah, I mean, a, a mole cricket is an insect. Can he move dirt like that? I mean, build a mound, a grapefruit-sized mound, mound after mound. I mean, twenty, thirty up. I yeah. I have seen them so rarely that I'm not real familiar with the types of uh, you know signs that you would see. <clears throat> well, this is um, distinctive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I've seen something like that, and it was, and I've I've scouted around and saw a bunch of ants. I, no ants. We've seen no evidence of any ants at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. And no mole. I know I'm, I'm regretfully quite familiar with moles. Yeah, I, this is not this is not a mole. There's no tunnel at all. I don't think I'd be able to give a definitive answer. I I, I had somebody that sent me a a picture of a uh, magnolia uh, leaf the other day, and I was certain that it was um, uh, T-scale, and I sent it into NC State, and it came back as powdery mildew. So, um, yeah. So I, 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 and, and I was glad I didn't make a recommendation because I would have told them the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, so um, I don't think I'd be able to give a definitive answer, but I might do a little research during the next commercial break and see if I could. Okay, well, I appreciate that. Uh, but is there some place you'd point me to 
pursue this further? Well, I'd certainly recommend you contact the Master Gardener office in Wake County uh, with the What's Wake County Cooperative. Number? Do y'all have a? You have the number right there. I can look it up and maybe mention. You can also, uh, Al. I'll tell you something you can do today. Yeah. Is uh, take take a photograph of uh, the mounds yeah. from different angles and uh, take the with your phone and and take it to. Uh, take it to Logan's. Logan's would be the closest to you. Yeah, Logan's, okay. And and see what they think. They've got a bunch of people there who might be able to help you. You got anybody particularly in mind, perhaps? Uh no, no. I'm, if you can, you if you could find Josh. Josh yeah. is all over the place. He's the uh, the owner. If you could okay. find him, he could certainly tell you. But uh, you know, any number of people around there would be able to come up with an answer, probably. Uh-huh. I was thinking I'm, uh, with this distinctive signature that's being left in my lawn, as yeah. as your lawn, I don't know that that would make any difference at all. But I thought with that distinctive mound that it would that it would be readily identified. If you had somebody smarter than me on the, on the show, <laughs> it probably would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can a mole cricket do such a thing? Well, I mean, they would make mounds. I don't know if they they make them as big as you're describing. This is great. Every bit the size of a yeah of a grapefruit, and I mean twenty or thirty of them, and you pack it back down in that. Again, I find holes under the mound. Pack dirt back in. Next day, they said, "You smart guy, huh?" And he put, piles in, remakes his mound. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, we'll we'll do a little more research, and in the meantime, you take a take a picture of of the mounds and yeah. go over to, go to Logan's. If, uh, I think that's probably the closest one to you, and uh, and ask them and have have lunch at the. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, have lunch at the uh, grill there. He won't give me a good answer unless I do lunch, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're separate operations. You, you can, you can do. <laughs> but uh, no, they're they're good folks over there, and I'm I'm sure they'll bust a gut. To... Well, I'm quite familiar with Logan's. I haven't been right lately, but uh, it's a good idea. I had not thought of that. Well, okay. this, this is going to worry us to death if we don't figure it out. So we will uh, do a little research too. You'd be bumping your head against the wall because he is. Thirty mounds of dirt sitting out there, nicely done, well cultivated. Right. Pretty, pretty mounds of dirt, yeah. Right size. Well, we're gonna. No evidence. Of, we'll, 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 uh, we'll talk about it during, uh, during the break. And Al, I appreciate you calling. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye, bye. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're uh, still working on Al's problem of uh, the insect. Or I, th- I really think it's an insect. Yeah. It's in there. I, I don't think it's a mole cricket. We were doing a little research during the break, and, and the, the signs that he's seeing just don't sound like what you'd see with mole crickets. Um, it could be I, some type of bee, it, ground yeah, bee. Yeah, it could be something that uh, had a little larvae in the ground, and then the larvae emerged right. and left a little mound of soil. I think it could be some animal coming in and, and digging around and excavating. That's a possibility. 
But he but, sa- he says this is. I mean, it's like a perfectly round hole and. Yeah, gosh, a and picture. A, and a, mound. a picture would be so yeah. great if we could see a picture. So I, I hope he will uh, take yeah. it to Logan's. And but but I you know I I would if unless he's seeing damage to the turf, then it's potentially just a cosmetic issue that, um, you know, just raking the soil down may be all he needs to do. Like I'd be very hesitant to go out and apply an insecticide or something without having a definitive answer. That's a that's something you can discuss with your master gardeners. Absolutely. In class. Yeah. And and the soapy water drench is a good way to kind of see if there's any kind of insect problem there. Yeah. Well, you may have insect problems. You may have car problems. I don't know which. You may have both. But uh, I'll tell you, the heat has been tough on all of us and our cars. And if you have a weak battery, well, the heat will cause that. It's not the cold weather. It may show up in the cold weather. But a uh, weak battery can be a real problem. Heat can cause failure to it. So go to King's Auto Service in Raleigh. They can check that out, and uh, they can also check your AC, see if it's uh, in proper working order, and that'll that'll get you because you know we've got some more hot weather ahead. Get that checked out on Monday, uh, or sometime next week. At least call them on Monday and make an appointment. They can do uh, a, an end of summer check, uh, get you ready for fall, and uh, they can, in addition to the AC, they can check uh, the rest of the cooling system, the hoses, the belts. At the tires, the, you need to check the tires to make sure they're in good working order because uh, the heat's tough on them, too. And if you have a uh, hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you an, the available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for a replacement. This usually occurs maybe an average of 150,000 miles or so. So call King's today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. And at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service. Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Let's uh, take a call from Wayne County and Dudley. And uh, Linda's with us. Linda, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How are you today? I am so excited to be able to get through. Well, I am too. I'm glad yes, you did. I am. Be- I'm looking like a child. I'm. I'm all excited. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. You all don't know. It means so much to me. Oh, wow. A lot of times, a lot of times, the station I can't get it clear. But today. And look, double. I've been listening on my phone while I'm waiting and on the radio, too. Well, bless your heart. Thank you so much, Linda. How can we help you? I'm interested in knowing if you can help me. Um, I um, had some beautiful Mexican sunflowers last year that I grew some seeds. I had three plants uh, to produce, and they blossomed right on through November. I bought another pack this year, and out of that pack, I only had one plant to come up, and it didn't make it. And uh, I was calling to see if you could uh, help me find somewhere that maybe I could buy some plants. I did call Logan's the first of the week, and that lady said she didn't know what I was talking about. 
But anyway, uh-huh. uh, I know they are not, a, you know, I'm about <clears throat> 65 miles from Raleigh. Right. But I'm willing to drive in their areas because they're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you. I love Mexican sunflowers, and it, it mm-hmm. just attracts butterflies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and they are so easy to grow from seed. I, I It reseeds themselves themselves every year for me. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but if you want to get a pack of seeds, Park Seed Company certainly has them. But you might, I'll tell you, uh, do you have a garden center or um, a hardware store or places like that in, in um, Wayne County? I'm sure you do. Yes, and I go around. I haven't seen any here. You just haven't so, seen any. So well, I was saying maybe if I could, you know, somewhere else that Ryan Raleigh, I'm willing to travel. Yeah. To get them well, you so shouldn't cool. have to travel that far. Uh, if my advice would be to call the extension service in Wayne County there in Goldsboro okay. on Monday. Okay. Uh, Lewis Howe, who, who many years ago was the extension agent there, the horticulture agent, um, mm-hmm. passed away. But uh, they've had some really good ones uh, since then. And, and I'm sure their master gardeners or uh, somebody in the office would be able to, to uh, maybe give tell you where you could find some there. Okay. But you should be able to seed grow, packets. Uh, yeah, you should be able to grow them from seed, um, and yeah. and it'd be just like if you were planting vegetables. You know, you just want to till up a little plot, and mm-hmm. um, put the seed out. I, I don't know how big the seed are, so that would determine how deep they would need to be planted. But um, I'm if, sure that uh, are, are there directions on the seed packets for you? Yes, yes, yeah. they are, and, and I'm sure you followed those. So I did. Mm-hmm. And you you. Put them in full sun. Well, the ones the ones that I did this year, and where I only had one plant that you know one to produce, I had them. Um, you know, I, I started them in the um, the seed starter mix in a container mm-hmm. outside. Yes, outside. Where I, they probably need plenty of sun. Okay. Because they, uh, I don't know if they're, they're not, I don't know if they're technically a sunflower, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that, that, that would, I'm sure that they would love to have a lot of sun, at least eight hours. Did they come up pretty well when you uh, planted them in the little containers? No, I only had one. And then, you know, I noticed some little, you know, those little roly poly bugs and all, because don't some insects eat seeds? Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been what happened. Right. You, you you might have to put them in some place higher. Okay. Uh, higher up so they can't those those insects can't get to them. Okay. Would they be, but there. but put them and yeah. usually the roly poly is like darker places. Mm-hmm. So if you, make sure you have have plenty of light, plenty of sunshine. I think that's what okay. what the seeds will like. Okay. And just, you know, to follow the directions, but we need to find you some more seeds. And, I, you know, I think I think that the extension service can okay. can help you out there if uh, we don't have much time left. But if somebody from okay. from that area has another idea of a place in Wayne County that, you know, someplace mm-hmm. closer to you. I will, because, you know, there's a I have a plant with a flower in my yard and I have not seen it. I've been online. I haven't found it. And I've. I did talk to someone from the Wayne Extension, and I supposed to send them a picture 
so they can help me. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can do that, and and also uh, ask them ask them where you might find some Mexican f- sunflower okay. seeds. And I Thank you. and I Thank think you. if you. I think if you get it right, you you can get them to grow from seed pretty well. Yeah. Oh, they um, love to grow if, from seed. Yeah. Just try, just find a sunnier area. Okay. Uh, and you know, I, w- I don't think you need to drive to Raleigh just to get the plants. No, I, I wouldn't. I think, I think if you refine your strategy, you can probably get them to grow real well from seed. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. But you know what? I like to uh, take the back roads and just look at people's yards. I'm into. I do too. I love doing that. Getting out, walking, and looking at people's yards. Going to Raleigh. Yeah. Well, you you come on up and join us then. We got plenty of places. I'm sure that we'll have. Uh, you know, you can go to Logan's and have lunch, and and uh, or go out and see Phil Campbell or Nelsa. You wouldn't have to drive as far going to Fuqua Arena. Go to the okay. Garden Hut. Uh, you'd okay. love Nelsa. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, the Garden Hut. Mm-hmm. It's in Fuqua Arena. Uh-huh. And uh, also Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh is a fun okay. place, and Phil Campbell's on the show a lot, and so is Nelsa. Okay. Well, look, you all you all be blessed. I thank you so much. I am so honored to to speak to you. Oh, my. To have all that knowledge. I really am. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know how much knowledge we have, but we have a good, good time. You do have the knowledge and the experience. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Linda, and, and please call us again. I will. Tell all the folks in Dudley to listen now. I will. All right. Will. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Thank you. Rufus, I'm, I know you'd love to give her some some uh, Mexican I, sunflower I, seeds. I'll have a, probably <laughs> two pounds worth at the end of the the blooming season. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy is in Fuqua Verena. She's familiar with a garden hut, I'm sure. I am. Um, I have this new weed in my lawn. It looks like a little mimosa. And I don't know what it is. It might be some kind of annual weed, but I don't know. It just sort of appeared, and it's all over the yard. What type of lawn do you have? Fescue. All fescue. Um, well, it's certainly a broadleaf, uh, if it looks like mim- a mimosa. Um, and I, I can, I think I can picture what you're talking about, and I can't remember the name of it. Um and once it cools off a little bit, I think you can probably do uh, a treatment um, with a broadleaf weed control product. Um, I always like to recommend a three-way mixture. Is it in the lawn or, or in, in, in areas that uh, – is it also in areas that have shrubs and trees? Well, right now it's just in the lawn. But it's – it just suddenly appeared. It wasn't there last month. I hope you're not talking about stilt grass. I don't. No, I don't no. think it's stilt grass. No, no, it's not stilt grass. We're we've been killing stilt grass. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is new. <laughs> it it sounds to me like it's a broadleaf, um, and um, so you don't want to do a broadleaf weed treatment right now because it's too hot. Uh, but once okay. we get some milder temperatures, but before frost, I think you could make an application with a broadleaf turf herbicide, and that would 
that should take care of it, if, especially if you'll use a three-way mix that has, has three active ingredients. There's several different okay. products that, that would work that way. Um, and so you can just see what your local supplier has. But broad, broadleaf turf herbicide with a mix of three active ingredients, that's going to be the way to go. Okay. Yeah, I, okay, I may come. I may come up with a name. I'm not. Uh, I, it's around the tip of my tongue, but I can't. Uh, I'm looking through. There is a web. If you go to Turf Files, T U R F F I L E S. dot N C S U dot E D U. It's uh, Turf Files. You can just Google it. Turf Files has a lawn weed. They have photos of each of the each of the weeds. Okay. And you'll be able to, you'll be able to find it. Okay. Uh, gosh, I just can't. I can't think. I I can picture what you're talking about, but I can't. I cannot it's think got of exactly. Little, little nodules underneath the leaves. Yeah. There. Yeah. I'll. I'll just. Uh, I'll have to think about it. But go to go to turf files and. Okay. And look at. Uh, look at those different photographs and see if there's anything you can come up with i I don't just not sure just not sure okay well we're killing this we're killing the stilt grass now i guess they have something else to kill (laughs) yeah they still grass is a uh, still grass is a real plague in a lot of landscapes i mean it seems to grow everywhere Yes, it was down in the woods first, and now it's in the yard. But oh yeah, it's everywhere. Yes, well, we're killing it. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll do a little research too, but okay, uh, try you. try that and and uh, or take a sample to a garden center, okay. and uh, that that would help too. Okay, Sandy, okay, thank you thanks. so much. Take it over to the garden hut. Okay, I will. Thank you so thank much, you. Sandy. Okay. Bye. Bye. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. More of the weekend gardener coming up. You're listening to one of the longest running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back uh, for just a few minutes. I just uh, found a uh, weed called Chamber Bitter, Chamber Bitter, and it's called Little Mimosa. And it's, I don't know if we have that or not in this area. I think we do. Yeah, and it's uh, its really hard to control. Is it a summer annual? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's what this is going to be as a summer annual, and that's why that three-way mix. They us- they've usually got two um, four D plus dicamba, yeah, and MCPP plus yeah. So uh, you know, it's a weed be gone product is something you can try. Yeah, with that, I wouldn't do it on a really hot day. Yeah, wait until it cools off a little bit before before the frost. Chamber bitter or little mimosa could be it. Ann is in Kerry. Ann, you're our last caller today. How are you? I'm going to talk very quickly. I'm trying to grow um, red bell peppers. First time I've ever done it. Have two plants, getting tons of fruit, tons of beautiful green peppers, and every
every one of them have been eaten. Um, and I find little, one was a snail inside, one was an ant, and the last one I found on the branch was a four-inch caterpillar-type green with ugly-looking legs. It was humongous. It was almost four inches long. Uh, I've called once before about a hibiscus, and, and I know um, Rufus has said, if you have to, do seven. I've tried seven even on this. Is there anything, maybe Paul McKenzie, some, something to kill these things before something, they eat the some, pepper? Something's eating the fruit? Yes, eating and, it. And you, I get these beautiful and you, green and you peppers. Think it's a, and you think it's a caterpillar that's yes. doing it? Yes, yes. Di- dipel. I would try dipel. And that would be safer yeah. to use. That'd be safer than the seven and should work quite well. How does she what, apply how that? How would you spell that? D, D as in dog, I, P as in Paul, E, L, dipel. It's very available, and it's a... a, a Biologic, yeah, it's a very safe. It's organic approved. There's other brands. Uh, Worm Whipper is another brand. Um, Now, would she is? Does this come in a liquid or powder? I think you can get it either way. And how would would she apply it as they are starting to grow? Or it needs to be sprayed on the plant, on the fruit, and on the fruit as well. Yeah, Yeah. and and it probably has a, a pretty safe harvest interval. And with that, we're out of time, Ann, but look for Dipel and read the directions. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Wish we had more time. Paul, thank you very much. We'll be in touch. Brother Rufus, Miss Ann, God love you all. We appreciate you being a part of the WPTF Weekend Gardener, Jason, and Chris. Thank you. We'll be back <laughs> next week. <laughs>